Hey, it's Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We'll be back in tomorrow. But in the meantime, here's an encore presentation of some of our favorite moments in the past couple of months in the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Sam's girlfriend, Tanya, who I think that you should try out the nickname Sunshine. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or at least a nickname so you'll stop calling her Tanya to her face. Hey, you. Um, It's difficult to give somebody else the pet name for their significant other. Exactly. I'm sorry. Someone suggested Sunshine on our page because she's like Sunshine. She is. It it does need to be your, your, whatever you come up with, which is Tanya. (laughs) Anyway, Tanya posted on her Facebook page the other night and i was like oh my gosh and it's a picture of um what do you call that a, a guinea, guinea pig, pig. and yeah, it's timothy says, timothy got his angel wings today he was pure squeaking joy uh to to joy to years worth of my students today we used his blueberries to make a memorial at recess our hearts are broken yeah timothy the, the guinea pig passed away he's been her class guinea pig for a few years oh, i didn't oh. know that she had that and he lived to a at least six years old. Guinea pigs are five to seven oh. years old. He lived to at least six, probably closer to seven. So he passed away from old age. Okay. She had brought him to her house because he wasn't. He wasn't doing. Wasn't well. squeaking oh, okay. and all that, being no, you know normal in class. Oh. And he passed away overnight. Oh. Wow. So okay. when she told the class, uh, they all wanted to have a memorial. The girls in the class wanted to have a memorial, a little funeral for him. Sweet. So they, he, his, his things he loved to eat were blueberries and spinach. Yes. So they had a bunch of blueberries left over from him. So they had those. They collected some flowers, and they got all the second grade class together. And they, yeah. wow. some of the kids sweet. said a few words for Timothy. That's so sweet. Because it's like all the kids knew who Timothy was. Right. I love a classroom pet. We never had a classroom pet in yeah. any of my classrooms. Up until, I mean, because he was so old, up until this year, she used to let the kids take him home every weekend. You know, a different kid would care for him every weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. This year, he was kind of, you know, maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm glad that she knew you know, he was able to bring be at home with her, and not in the classroom. Because if the kids had walked in that morning, okay. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm You're not, right. You know, Although that's realistic I and that's reality. Is. I mean, thanks for bringing that. Yeah, one I, I just, I'm just saying, I'm glad that didn't happen. So, is there going to be a, a replacement pet for the yes, classroom? there is, and I think this one's going to be a female. So, my suggestion was to name it Timothy. Uh, Kim, oh, Kimothy. Did she oh, ask well, for your cute. suggestion? No, she didn't. <laughs> I bet she lets the class name it. Probably. Right? All right. I'm so sorry for your loss, Tanya, and students. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram so that we can stay connected to you through uh, through the day. And whenever you like our Facebook page, you'll know when Jody goes Facebook Live, which will happen again this week. I got to experience something beautiful that kicked off my uh, girls weekend with my cousins and that is, well, when I arrived Friday afternoon, Candace was still getting uh, her kids situated um, from school, mm-hmm. getting home from school. And um, so her oldest, James, he was being brought home by a friend or picked up. But Hope, her youngest, who turns 15 this week, is a child with special needs. And we waited for Hope at her condo complex on the school bus. Mm-hmm. Hope rides a school bus. And loves the bus. And we're sitting there waiting, and she was telling me about what's going on and showing me some of her work and telling me about, you know, then the bus was running late. And she says, you know, it would be just as quicker, honestly, for me to just pick them both up from school. But I let her ride the bus. And I'm like, wait, we could be inside already? Like, what? And then she explained to me that Hope loves to ride the bus so much that this is the 
it's something to give her every day that she enjoys so much. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's so, so sweet. So sure enough, it was late because of traffic, but the bus shows up. I get out of the car with Candace and we walk to the bus and Hope is in the front seat, right side. So she's just looking, but she's so happy to be on the school bus. Yeah. And she only rides the school bus for 15 minutes or longer based on traffic, but it's not far from where they live. Mm-hmm. But Candace gets her up and gets her ready every morning, puts her on that bus and then meets meets the bus in the afternoon because she loves it so much. And when I tell you her face, when she saw me, it was like, oh, Jody's here. You can tell she was like, what's going on here? This is different. But she knows me. Hope yeah. knows me. But it was so beautiful. I'm watching her get off the bus. You have to help her get off the bus. And mm-hmm. everyone knows that it's the special it's the it's the bus for children with special needs. But mm-hmm. It's just one of those things I got to witness, and I did not take a picture because I didn't want to be doing that to her in that moment. But you hear, if you don't have children with special needs, you hear every little thing that gives them joy is special. We take for granted all the little things that we enjoy that they don't. I got to witness that firsthand. Because just a kid getting to ride the bus was pure joy for yeah. her. And she's nonverbal, so when she smiles, it just it lights she the room She tells up. you a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was so precious. I'm sorry I don't have pictures, but I wasn't going to do that to them. 877-3104-MSJ to jump in with us anytime. We'd love to hear from you. Hi, Alicia. Hi, I'm calling about the partner list. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was married for I guess almost 21 years yes I wish I would have had a list back before I decided to yeah well I guess I can't really say I didn't I wish I wouldn't have married him because then I wouldn't have my boys right but I wish I would have just been a little more aware of the type of person he was being what I went through with him he was a he was a narcissist and he was very controlling Mm. so my kids have asked me of course they're all like they had asked me before if if I planned on getting married again, and I went no. And they were like, "But but why?" I'm like, "Because I don't know if I want to yeah. take a chance on yeah. somebody having control over me again." Mm-hmm. So I guess my list. I mean, would I definitely say make one? Mm-hmm. I mean, like set your boundaries. Yes. So you don't lose yourself, right. like I yeah. ended up doing, because it got to where I didn't know where who I was anymore. And after we separated and got divorced, it was just like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. I'm free again. I can be who I am and not have to worry about him judging me or Mm -hmm. telling me I wish he wouldn't do that. Well, you liked it when we met. Right. This is why we were saying that making the list is really about you and about being honest with yourself. You never have to share it with anyone. And guess what? Marriage in our culture, especially, it's. It's this big thing to live up to, and everybody thinks it's the goal. And it, it's really maybe it's not for everyone. You know, I believe that you know you're you're not meant to be alone and isolated. But maybe being married is not for everyone. Yep. And that's like I told my. I've even had the argument with family members, and I'm just like, look, mm-hmm. I was basically, for lack of better words, chained up for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I I want to be able to do what I want to yeah. do. If I want to mm-hmm. go work out every day. Let me work out if yeah. I want to go paint and if I want or if I want to go sing karaoke. Let me go. <laughs> yeah, right. it's I'm your not, life, I'm, right, Alicia? Thank you for yeah. this. Thank I'm you. happy for you that you got your life back. Now go live it. Be happy. Thank you. Me too. As Murphy would say, one life, live it. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Join us anytime. 
Join us anytime. We'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Carol? I wanted to comment on the, the list. <laughs> Somebody. Oh, yeah? You're looking yeah. for the date. Sure. Yes. I just wanted to warn people if they are having a little chat with God and they give God a list and they verbalize exactly what they want in a person, they need to be really, really specific. <laughs> oh, yeah? I did that. And I got everything on my list that I told him, mm-hmm. down to how much he makes per year, Ooh, wow. everything. But I wasn't specific about somebody who doesn't have a temper. Oh. <laughs> and uh, my husband was wonderful, but boy, he was Irish and he had a temper. Yeah. I don't think anybody gets a perfect person. I, don't, I just don't think anybody know, gets right? a perfect person. Living with someone else and enjoying your life with someone else is going to be bumpy. It is. Right. Yeah. It's not like Hollywood. I don't know, Jody, because uh, Murphy would tell you he got the perfect person. Yeah, I feel you check all my boxes, Jody. Okay. <laughs> is that what your Valentine card said? <laughs> no, I didn't get a Valentine card. <laughs> I got earbuds. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. We appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, this whole thing, we're wrapping it up today, is just the idea that certain people who are single and really want a relationship have found that writing down what they want in a partner helps them, you know, and I think it's more of an exercise just for your own self. And no, you're never, I don't think you'll get somebody that checks every single box because also, you know, you, you grow and change. Every single person changes as they get older, certain little things. So somebody that you picked 20 years ago or 22 years ago or 22 years ago, you, that's a different person than the person you married. Is there anything on in your list that Murphy didn't check off? I never had a list. Oh. I never wrote a list. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Did you write any lists along the way? I never wrote a list either. Maybe that was part of my problem. Oh. Yeah. Three times. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. Give yourself a break. That's all. And we appreciate you, Carol. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, before <laughs> before you got here today, you called me. We were on a little break, and you called me, and you said you were running a little bit late because <laughs> Sparky, our youngest little bit, not youngest, he's oldest, the little one. He's the smallest. Of, the little yeah. dog, you were waiting for him to do his business in the yard, and yeah. he was circling, looking for a spot. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, so <laughs> as early as we get here in the morning, that's happening early. Yes. You can't, you know. He Can't rush that. Right? Yeah, so I wanted to give him his time. It was pretty cold waiting for him. but mm-hmm. um, He spins. Yeah. And, I, and they all do. And I, and I really don't understand why why the process is so long. I, I'm guessing yeah. there may be a scientific reason for We've it. We've talked about it before. Does Gus circle before he poos? Uh, well, yeah, your dogs, dogs do. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm asking about your dog, Sam. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've heard that it has something to do with the north-south axis. I've heard that, too. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. The uh-huh. dogs can only... They're aligned. Yeah, they have to be aligned. They're trying with to align South with it. Act. They won't poop east west. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's what some of Are the you scientific ready? journals say. Are you ready for what I found out? I found two I, I schools could swear of my thought. Dog, my dog does it. Anywhere. Two schools of thought. One is that a dog's scent is their business card, and they want to spin in circles before they do their business to ensure the area is well-groomed for the scent that they're about to leave behind. Yeah. Number one, because that's a part of it, too. Well, that usually works for the scent they leave behind. And number two, the second school of thought being 
um, a clean area. It's prime real estate for them to relieve themselves. And the researchers concluded that they like to align themselves with the Earth's magnetic poles, hmm. particularly the north-south axis. So that is true. Wow. I mean, look, I really? believe dog. Look, you know me. I believe dogs feel bad weather way before we would know it, except that we have apps. But you know what I mean? They just yeah. they're in tune to things we cannot be. I, and well, I know Gus is always looking for a clean area because it's like when I cut the grass, it's not like, oh, he keeps it all over here. It's like He's everywhere you every... go. Yeah. Oh. So there's a scientific reason for this now. Wow. The, the north-south axis thing just really kind of blows me away. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Murphy. I know you just like think yeah. you're being <laughs> dumb dogs. When, when you have a derpy dog that's like, <laughs> right, <laughs> you are aligned on the north-south axis? Man. Uh-huh. Since Murphy's my actual spouse and Sam is my work spouse, I have a little story to tell. Yeah? <laughs> Getting an inside look into Sam, <laughs> into you. Sure we want to go there? I don't know. We all know how, <laughs> and you're admittedly a very picky person. Yeah. Right? And I'm sure that's been. Particular, picky, whatever you call it. Especially about your things mm-hmm. and your home. Yeah. Correct? I'm sure that has reared its head in your Relationship, relationship past. Oh yeah. Marriage past. In current relationships too. But oh. I try to I try to hold off on it. On being critical. Yeah. So and like then, when your but, girlfriend but, comes to your house and unloads the dishwasher in front of you, are oh, you okay? I let it go. <laughs> Ladies, then, this is who he is. And then after she goes back home, then I find everything. Because there have been times where she's un- unloaded the dishwasher and I go looking for something. A week later, and it's like, it's not where it's supposed to be. And then I realize, wait, she unloaded the dishwasher, so then it's kind of like a little scavenger hunt. But you have a label maker, right? I mean, you could always do what Jody's cousin Crystal does and label where it goes. Once the cabinet door is closed, you don't see the label. Do you feel like as you get older, are you becoming less ticky-tacky or more? The more Um, you live alone, you're more ticky-tacky, aren't you? more ticky-tacky, but I have also learned with Tanya to hold it like... Let it go. It's, it's not, not important. that important. Good. Or Good. I'll let it go and then say, you know, the old me would have blah, you blah, pat blah. Pat yourself on the back a little. Yeah, I, I, I find a way to get it in there. The old me would have told you you put that in the wrong place. Look, but I'm not going to tell you that. There's no perfect situation of two people living together. No. The two most pleasant people in the world could Murphy live, and Jody. Could, no. <laughs> could live together and still drive each other crazy. Oh, yeah. That is the battle, the mountain that is marriage, truly. There, yeah. Of course there's love, but there's also, oh my God, this again? Well, yeah. That it's, it's, is real. It's give and take. It's yin and yang. And yeah, so right. and so the, the bringing you into the thing is you're my work spouse. <laughs> Sam walked in here a few minutes ago and said, who... Are, are, are you the one that's sharing creamer with me in the fridge, work fridge? He and huh. I share creamer. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Some sugar-free coffee creamer. My creamer's been moving around in the fridge, and I know I'm not doing it. So he walked in here like, are you moving the creamer around in the fridge? And I'm like, yeah. I'm very haphazard. I put it back where it's convenient for me. <laughs> and I'm sharing with Sam, so I have to put it back in the exact same spot. I, 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 I just can't it, live it, that it, way. At least it's in the fridge. So right. It's not like you have to look that far. So Murphy, we were um, you were saying earlier that one of the most clever ways that you we found you found to spend one on one time with our girls is daddy daughter date night, and it is so special to them. They feel special. I mean, like you went you took Taylor the other night. So Phoebe's up next. 
Good luck getting her away from her friends right now. Oh, I know. Phoebe's at that place where she spends all of her free time with her friends. Yeah. And, you know, she's a vapor trail. I know you made my favorite dish, but I'm gone. Mm-hmm. You know what melts okay. me about it, really, is that Taylor's 20 years old, but she'll still, still call it daddy-daughter date night, yes. which is just sweet. It's what you it's know? called. Yeah. It's what it's called. Um, and it, if you can just put yourself, you know, man or woman, male or female, back um, in your mind and heart of when you were a child, you understand how it doesn't have to be the perfect restaurant or any special. It, it just is a one-on-one time. I can remember being Taylor's age and it being a big deal to me to have one-on-one time with my mother. I wanted that. I would seek that out. If she would say, hey, I'm going to run to the store. You want to come with me? And I'm like, is so-and-so coming? No. Then I'm going. You know, I wanted one-on-one. Uh, who's so-and-so? Well, she had remarried. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Sorry, digging a little too deep. No, 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 yeah. no, it's not that. Uh, uh, I was at that age where I really craved one-on-one time with her. Yeah. Because to be honest, I would have never admitted it then, but I was a little lost. Yeah. And I wanted... Was this and the was, guy that was always in his really obnoxious tropical shorts? <laughs> yes. Okay. Better known as so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that I craved that, and that's mm-hmm. when my relationship with her blossomed. And my father had died. Yeah. When I was in high school, my daddy, she had, it was her every right to move on and be with somebody else, and she did. But when I was able to have one-on-one time with her, I loved it. I mm-hmm. ate it up, and it didn't matter if we were just going to the store. Yeah. You know? And so put yourself back in uh, the mindset of you being a kid, and you're always your parent's child, no matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you do crave that. Did you ever hang out with so-and-so? Sometimes so-and-so was good to me, too. Well, it's funny. I only met so-and-so once at the buffet. Man, he hit it three times. So really... <laughs> Lucky so-and-so. <laughs> Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So yesterday, we were so excited to announce to you, and it's really true, Yellowstone fans, that there is another prequel in the works. Not 1883. That one's doing well. And the four sixes, that one's going to happen. That's not even a prequel. It's right, just so about the ranch. They're going to do a third Yes. One? We mentioned wow. this yesterday in The Hollywood Outsider. It's called 1932, and it is about the Dutton family during the Western expansion, during Prohibition, and during um, the Great Depression. Yeah. So the creator, Taylor Sheridan, has a little something to say about it. With Yellowstone, I had built out this backstory of where the Dutton family came from. And with 1932, I chose that moment in time to peek back in because you're seeing the children we've met in 1883 now attempting to raise another generation of Dutton at a time of the Wild West becoming a playground for the elite from the East. See, I'm more interested in 1932 than I am in 1883. We haven't watched yeah. one episode of 1883, despite Samuel Elliott being a part of it. Well, that's right. He I know. Uh, they Tom haven't cast H- anybody yet for 32? Not that we know, not that I can find or know of yet. I mean, they literally are in the planning stages of it, but... That's a whole lot of moving parts for Taylor Sheridan, huh? Mm-hmm. But that's his, his yeah. creative brain yeah. comes alive, and Paramount is where it's going to land. So you want to know the one word I can't say around my grandson Hollis, right? There's only one, Sam. Oh, By he, the way. He's fine with the four-letter words. He's hey, so, Of course. Okay, stop. <laughs> he's so cute. Thank you for sharing the little video of him. So what, you guys were playing the other day. He, You were videoing him. Yeah, because he was running down the ramp or jumping down the ramp. And he it's saw, on our Facebook page, by the yeah. way. Right, and he saw the back of your phone, your pop socket. My pop socket's got baby Yoda on it, so he it 
instantly. He's jumping down. He goes, hey, look. Pop. Whoa, look, baby Yoda. What? Hey, watch, Pops. Hey, got, you got Yoda on your phone. You got Yoda on your phone. <laughs> hey, Pops. Yeah. I love it. Okay. That's cute. I like that voice. That age, I yeah. love the voices. Is, yes, yeah. you cannot hear it enough. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway, the one word that he, you can't say around him, at least I can't, is no. Oh. Why? And I don't mean it's hard to not say it. It's just if if mom and dad say no to him, mm-hmm. you know, he'll get a little upset, like, well, you know, because they obviously He's must used to tell it him that. Them. But when Pop says no, and I'm assuming it's probably the same for the other grandparents. Oh, no. It's, it's like devastating. You, yeah, it's like you crushed his soul. Really? And I think it's because when, when Pops is there, Pops is fun, just like sure. I'm sure all the grandparents are fun. Yeah. He associates you with so, everything magical. And he's just sitting there doing stuff, and, you know, I mean, you go, oh, no, don't do that. And, you know, it's just it can even be just something simple like mm-hmm. that. And as soon as that happens... Oh my gosh! It's just like Pop said no. You know, so you break his heart a wow. little bit. Yeah, that must be why the cycle is the way that it is. Like you start off as this magical person, you're so excited, and then the, the wow, it makes so much sense yeah. now. Yeah, you mean he can tell me no? No, yeah, no, 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 no. The fact that you will now not want to tell him no, therefore the spoiling well, gets more progressively big. If you let it do that, but sure. I, I mean, it, I've done it before where at my house I've said no. Mm-hmm. And when, when I did it, good. the time I was babysitting him, I, it was just him and I, and I said no. Well, he got up and he went and stood in the corner. And it's like, oh, I didn't say that. Oh. I just said no. <laughs> well, That is precious. For the record, I'm always devastated when Jody says no. <laughs> Did you ever go stand in the corner? <laughs> Jody, how would you like for me to tell Sam a little story that's going to make him squirm in his chair? <laughs> I would love it. Jeez, it's a medical story. Let's do it, it on it, front row. It is a little medical story I just want to share with you. Oh. And so <sighs> it, this is it's the first time that this has happened to me. And there wasn't any great, great pain involved, but oh. it's the first time that I've experienced. I've had blood drawn so many different times. There could be 15 Murphys in the world, probably more than that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just, it's part of being a diabetic. I'm, I, my A1C's check Why regularly. could there be 15 Murphys in the world because of that? Because somebody created that in the lab and no, they've, made. No, they've drawn so much blood. That oh, oh, I didn't understand that. Okay. okay. Bad analogy. But anyway, um, you know, it, diabetes and all those other things, and you have blood drawn. And I remember when I first used to go, it was always, even though I give myself shots, mm-hmm. I'm still not a big fan of the needle. Yeah. You know, I do it. I know I've got be. to do right. it. And, you know, it's and it's usually a very pleasant experience. <laughs> However, wow. but most recently, for whatever reason, uh, I, I've been one of those, <laughs> here's one more thing. The, the nurses usually get excited because of my veins. Mm-hmm. Easy to access. When I open these arms they're up, they're like, hey, like, you know, this will be pretty easy. All yeah. the ladies love it when he opens his arms up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for the first time in my life the other day, that apparently wasn't the case because the vein that never lets me down, yeah. um, it was really weird. I get, The band got put on my arms, sitting there having conversation. I feel the stick. I'm used to it, right? Usually, mentally, you start to count down that within... 30 seconds, it's all going to be drawn. If it's right. more than one vial, then, you know. Uh, but in this case, for whatever reason, the blood wasn't flowing. I noticed that the needle wasn't coming out of my arm. And finally, a minute into it, you know, he says, 
He says, yeah, for this, blame, this, this vein is just not giving me the blood. It's just yeah, not yeah, yeah. So he had to start moving things around. Yay, right? yeah. Now, yeah. So there was no pain. There still but, was no pain, but I was hyper aware, and I started doing the Sam sweats. Started you know feeling I mean? kind of. Yeah, yeah. And then I, but I just had to calm myself down and just say, okay, I'm not. Because I even thought about saying, look, if we don't get this done soon, <laughs> Isn't it weird when that, I'll be on out. the floor. Right. When that happens to you and you're, ment- you're mentally, logically telling yourself there's no reason for me to feel yeah, weird about correct. this, but you still do. Yeah, your body don't get that. Your body mm. reacts, that's why. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Mm. It's just so weird. But anyway. They find you know, any? He did, and he was awesome. It never hurt or anything like that. It just was the... <laughs> He just like almost said, fainted. Your brain starts playing crazy <laughs> yeah. tricks when you got a needle sitting there for three minutes, you know? You know, Murphy and I are looking really forward to this weekend because of what's happening Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. This is the first time in a year, actually. Yes. What? Um, Phoebes, our youngest, is playing a gig again. On Saturday morning? Yeah. Wow. Brunch. A wow. little brunch gig where she plays guitar. You know, lately she's been playing with her... The band, band that gets together. But she's going to go back to her acoustic guitar this weekend, and mm. it's just her. And her, and she's going to sing and play yeah. guitar, you know, oh. for a little little brunch crowd. Yeah. And um, At she's a local al- restaurant? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. And she's um, only letting me, like, invite a few select members of the family, which I have done. Um, you know, it's interesting how that works too. You can play for a crowd, but when you it's too many people you know, you become really self conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? She handles it really yeah. well. But she what's does. so fun about it is just how do I say this? When you have kids, you know, you you, you have to let them try a million things and just let them be who they are and just see where they end up. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad when you see kids who are forced to play this or forced to do that because it's what their parents want we we've never tried to do that we there's things we want there are things we want for them like good grades and things like that but as far as extra extra <laughs> extracurricular activities you mean outside, something besides school right outside activities we always let them choose and yeah. do what they want you know so phoebe's done everything lots of art which she did great and then she'll get bored with that and then she did makeup for a long time yeah. and boy did i reap the benefits of that because I learned so much from her, and she's yeah. really good. And now she's just not she's not into that as much anymore as she is music and guitar. Is she a person that puts it behind her and doesn't go back, or she'll go back to she'll makeup? She'll go back. Mm-hmm. She'll dabble. She told me the other day she wants to paint again soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's lovely. And it's just like you just let them be who they are. Let them show you who they are. It's lovely. And we I feel like we reap the benefits because we enjoy all this week, every night, you know, the sounds of her playing and getting ready will be coming out of her room. Yeah, which I love. One of my favorite yeah. things mm-hmm. in the world. Um, I passed by the other night and heard her working on a Nora Jones. Murphy, you need mm-hmm. to know that. Does yeah. she take requests from the crowd at brunch? I, I hope they don't ask for requests because if she's not ready for it, yeah. she would hate to tell them no. Mm-hmm. But it's just if you let them be, relax and let them be who they are then you'll enjoy it more like we're getting to with her. Yeah. So I'll let you know if she says it's okay if Mr. Sam shows up. Okay. okay. Sharing side hustles this week. You know, you never know. You might be able to pick up an idea or two that will make you some money on the mm-hmm. side. Yeah. One of the biggest t- side hustles right now is for online tutoring. If you can tutor, there are lots of students who are not getting as much one-on-one as they used to or could could use and they could use some side, whatever, hmm. not side hustle. They could use some one-on-one tutoring. Yeah. 
which you could have as a side hustle for your own. If yeah. you are a good teacher. Yeah, I know. That's not me. There are some things, unfortunately, I don't remember. You it's know. all about, it's not just about remembering. You could know a subject in and out. Yeah. Upside down, through and through. But can you teach it? Yeah. That's Teaching a... is a special skill not everyone has. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we talked about, like, that's one of the big ones. But how to figure out what your side hustle should be. Most people make the mistake of going with their hobby or what they really enjoy. And then what does that do? It Sucks turns the your fun hobby, out yeah, of it. And, yeah. It can, right? It can. Some people can do it just fine. But yes, you're right. Yeah. That's one of the big cautions. That's funny because I would think something you do like that, like a hobby, you'd be very good at. And so therefore. It's true. That's, I'm not, we're not saying don't do it. We're saying that's the warning. Yeah. Be warned that if it, once it becomes a job and every weekend you have to pay attention to it, yeah. you're not choosing it. It's about perception. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you know, if, if making cakes is something that's your weekend escape, mm. and then you turn it into making money, and then you have to make them, cakes are no fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. Yeah, be it's just numbers. it's just the beware. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean you can't make cakes for your side hustle, Sam. Um, And make sure the other thing is, and this is cool advice, make sure it fits you. Like if if you want your side hustle to be like DJing on the weekends, well, make sure you're a night owl because you're going to be out till two in the morning. Yeah. Right? Right. You need to make sure it fits you. If you um, want to be a wedding planner, you need to be really organized. Yeah. You know, make sure it fits you so that it's not hard to fit into your life. A side hustle, you, if you give it two or three hours a week and that's it, they need to be efficient. Mm-hmm. I believe in that. So mm-hmm. it does need to fit your personnel. If you're a morning person, then maybe you could do something like that before you. My friend who does the board business, she does her boards in the morning and then she goes to work. What are you going to do for your side hustle? I, did, I don't know. I don't have one. Okay. I mean, if you had one. I don't know. Can I answer that later in the sure. week? Sure. Join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Julie. Hi, good morning. Um, I was calling about side hustles. Yes, what's yours? So my side hustle is I'm actually a travel agent on the side. Nice. Okay, so what do you book mostly? Mostly I book a lot of Disney and Universal, Yeah. but Mm -hmm. anywhere in the world you want to go, I can book it for you. Oh, that's cool. It's so much fun. I love just, like, looking up random trips just Mm -hmm. for me, like, places I would love to go for different clients. I once had a client wanted to go dive with whale sharks in Belize. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) Super specific. (laughs) Yeah. So when you you book so many trips, do you get a free one? (laughs) I wish. Oh. I wish that's how it works. (laughs) Yeah. But it doesn't. I work with a host agency, but... It's so much fun because I love traveling and I'm not meant to stay in one place. I yeah. need to go explore the world. I love so, that. And I lo- <clears throat> look, I believe in using uh, an agent. I believe in doing that because it's not something I do every day, booking things like that. And I, there's a lot I don't know. There's a lot of tricky ins mm-hmm. and outs and mm-hmm. different, you know, ways around, especially with different cruise lines, which is another thing that I book a lot of because cruising is life. Very nice. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. super fun. Yeah, you may see you. You need a spokesperson for travel too, because you definitely got the right attitude. I love it. So, for your side hustle for that, how much time would you say you give it a week for the side? Oh, it depends on the week, honestly. Sure. Um, like over Christmas break. So I also work at a school. That's my main job. But yes. Over Christmas break, I spend a lot of time. I would sure. say a good. 
30 hours planning different vacations for different people. Oh, I love it. Okay, how long have you been doing this? Yes, three years. Nice. Just about three years. Nice. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing it. You call us anytime. Thank you, Julie. Thank you so much. Love your show. Thank you, guys. Which makes me want to travel. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea, becoming an expert in an area like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I mean, to me, I, I still like to use a travel agent because even though you can Google all those things, You've got somebody that actually does that know some all tricks. the time. And know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ to let us know about what your hustle is. Side hustle, that is. So, you know, I mean, normally I would do this kind of stuff at home, but I, I made a discovery this morning that I need to share with Jody, and this is the first time you and I, you chance you and oh, I have well, well, to talk well. about this. <clears throat> this, is not rat critter. In this is not critter. Huh? It's not a critter. No, 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 no. There are no okay. rats. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, okay. yeah, that was a Christmas thing, <laughs> which is now taken care of. Um, no, this is uh, about Nugget, our oh, bearded no. dragon. No. So, well, hold on. Let me walk you through it real quick. Yeah. He hasn't so, moved in three days. Under- Nugget, Nugget oh. has not moved, and Nugget's basking lamp did not come on this morning. Sam, I don't know if you need if you know that. And so, they're native to Australia, yeah. and they've been pets in the U.S. I guess for twenty years now. Okay, history. Part, part of the uh, part of the environment you put them in, the basking lamp yeah. is on during the day. It mimics the sun. You also have a UV light that they need for their skin to be healthy. Right. Those are both daytime. At nighttime, you can use a little heating lamp that's red, and so they don't, don't have they to. don't confuse it. But you don't have to, you know, unless it's really cold outside. But anyway, Nugget <laughs> hasn't moved in a couple of days, and so Jody He's been and hiding I, under his chair. So Eyes we kind of feared. I, I well, that's this is where I went. I, I was afraid to look at first, and so I dropped some worms in there. The super worms. Yeah. yeah. The last time and, I dropped and, worms, she went for them. Yeah, and they beat him up. No, there were no mur- there was no movement to, towards the super worms. <laughs> But anyway, so I took the flashlight out. I moved the little cushion thing out of the way that, you know, okay. he, she was hiding under. And when I shined the light, her eyes closed. So, oh, yay! Okay! Okay! Well, you got that going I'm for you. So, anyway. Hasn't moved or eaten in three yeah. days. But well, they do that sometimes. So Yeah, so I relocated the, the super worms to the other side, okay. and then she came out and ate yeah. them. What, here's what I think happened, honestly. <laughs> the light. Because the basking lamp went out and the heating lamp was not on last night. She's a reptile. Mm. Cold, cold-blooded. So she was hibernating. Still. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. I, th- I Really, literally, the last time I looked at her and she hadn't moved from that chair in a few days, I thought, I'm going to lift up that chair and she's not going to be moving and I'm going to have to call Taylor because this is Taylor's bearded dragon. Uh-huh. Taylor doesn't live at home anymore. Ah! So okay. what do you have to do? Get a new basking light? Yeah. Yes. But I, 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 the heating lamp was on today, and right, her okay. UV light's working, so... The heating lamp's not going to make it too yeah. hot, huh? No, 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 no the no, heating no. lamp needs to be on every day. For some reason, it was malfunctioning, like a switch. Uh, and now we have no scare. Thank goodness. Yeah, and her skin looked normal, so that's good, too. Yep. <laughs> I just noticed something about the Splenda in our in our kitchen. What about Little it? Little packets of yellow Splenda. Yeah. Yeah, what about it? They have motivational notes on the back of them. I have didn't know that. No, no, because I use equal. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, it says here, uh, the perfect moment is now. Oh, I like that. Uh, create your own sunshine. What? This is funny coming from you. <laughs> you got this. Be your best today. That's awesome. That's and cool. replace I wish with I, I will. will. And then... Yes, you can. Very good, Sam. You put all those in one coffee? I hope not. <laughs> how, how how ironic is it that Sam's the one that found the motivational messages on Splenda? Maybe he needed I, them. Yeah, I didn't even know those existed. Do you feel better? <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I got this. The only thing that I remember ever being printed on, you know, packets would be, would have been on Sweet and Low when they used to say it caused cancer <laughs> in laboratory rats. No. Of course, it doesn't say that anymore. Taco joke? Bell sauces have uh, little things on them, too. And didn't... Didn't what? Didn't, like, dum-dums have jokes or something? Some lollipop have a joke on it a long time ago? Well, you I would mean, know, I, Mr. Man. The, the, the bazooka bubblegum had riddles on it. Yeah, and then, you know, the sticks... For uh, Pop some sand, popsicles or sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not ice cream sandwiches. No ice cream <laughs> what sandwiches. Sticks? Sticks. Are you, what are you talking about? I just realized. It's an ice cream sandwich on a stick. <laughs>